0: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
1: Hey, it's Wilfred And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind.
0: You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter.
1: And the Cheetah Girls movies.
0: Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join
1: us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi,
1: everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com, and I'm
3: joined by... Ben Bolin, I'm a video writer here at the very same website, which works out well for us, I'd say. Yeah,
1: makes the intro simple, right?
3: It, it does. It'd be a long story every time if I was, you know, a video writer from some other place or if you were the auto editor of some other organization. Let's see, we've already stretched it. We've stretched it a bit. It worked out all right. It worked out. But Oh, go ahead. I, Looks you like know, you have I, something on your mind there. I was going to ask you uh, I have a, as we said before, I have a Monte Carlo. And it's doing something funny, but I can't figure out if it has some, you know, if I can't figure out if it's something that just comes with age, if it's something that I can fix myself. And so I was thinking we could get right into this. Mm-hmm. Uh, engines, engine trouble. Sure. Tell yeah. me about it. So
1: <laughs> you, you've, got some, uh, you've got some symptoms. You've got uh, something you're, you're noticing that's unusual, right? Right. All right. Well, that's... Actually, that's one of the, uh, the key things to watch for, is just to keep your eyes and ears and even your nose open for uh, for potential problems under the hood. Um, engines, no doubt about it, they're expensive. Probably the most expensive part of your car, if not the most expensive part of your car. Sure. Um, in most cases. And um, the the strange thing about this is that an engine will almost always give you a warning sign when something is going wrong. Almost always. Not every time, but um, if you were able to identify what's going on under the hood, if you were able to, uh, to I don't know, have your senses keen enough to, uh, to tune into that. To diagnose it. Yeah, to diagnose it. You'll be able to understand what's going on there and, and potentially head off a very expensive problem.
3: Now, let me tell you, in full disclosure, the only time that an engine ever caught me by surprise uh, – was the very first time I was, let's see, I was about 17 years old, and the alternator belt, the serpent, I'm sorry, the serpentine belt, mm-hmm. um, just popped on me. I had no idea what was going on, man. I mm-hmm. barely, I, I pulled over, and I looked in there, and I thought, how did this happen? Because I... Did I, it break? Yes. It broke? Yes. It did, did it squeal beforehand? I... Don't recall. You, know, you, you would have noticed if it did.
1: I think I would have. I think hmm. I would have. So that's see. There you go. That's that's one time when something can go wrong. And That's not terrible. No, uh, no, the serpentine belt falls off. If a timing belt falls off, that's a bigger deal.
3: Right. But um, we're or or broke. Right. But you can you can put those belts back on. You can. I mean, you can get a new belt and put it on a new serpentine belt. Yeah. Yeah. That's yourself.
1: right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can do that on the side of the road if you had to. Um, but that's one of the cases where you know something can catch you by surprise, mm-hmm. and that's that's not your fault of course that just that just happens i've had that happen while i was driving and had no idea until you know there's smoke billowing from out off underneath the hood i wasn't watching the gauges either ah. and see that's another thing you can watch for is that if your car begins to overheat at that point mm-hmm. uh you may know you may notice that you know that well the fan's not working right um, why isn't the fan working you have to kind of in in every every part of this whatever whatever's going wrong you can look back on their step what's causing that to happen mm-hmm. and uh that's that's Key. I mean, looking back, trying to find the the root cause of what's causing what you're noticing. Uh, so you need to go back a little further
3: than what you think. Okay, I've got an idea. Then maybe we could maybe we do a little we'll walk through, uh, and maybe I could say I'll play that person at the mechanics off or the at the garage who asks a question. That person who comes in, you know, and this bothers <laughs> me. Even though I'm not a mechanic, it bothers me when someone comes in and I hear them say hey, my engine's making this sort of... And then they kind of beatbox out their mm-hmm. impression of their I engine. I kind of like that. I, kinda, I, I like what they do when they do it. It's fun to watch and fun to listen to. It's sort of um, going... Um, vroom, 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 vroom. Vroom. Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> nice, very nice. Oh, thanks, man. Good work. I ripped that off from a lady at the Jiffy Loop. But, uh <laughs> You're sampling the lady from I'm the Jiffy I'm sampling? Loop. I am. I am indeed. Good but, work. But so let's, let's play that game. And uh, let's say I come in and... The worst, most ominous light that can come on in your dashboard: check engine. That check engine light, sure. Yeah. What, what
1: does that mean? Well, check engine light could be a lot of different things. It could be, um, it, it could be low oil pressure. It could be um, a lot of times what what that comes down to is a loose gas cap. Um, oddly enough, I mean, I've had that on several times in my car when I think I get the gas cap on fully. You know, it, it clicks and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times, that's a sign of a loose gas cap. And try try that first. Um, it's oftentimes emissions problems. Usually it's usually it's emissions related. Right. And the check engine light can be solid. It can be blinking. Uh, there's just a lot of different things. But in order to fully understand what that light specifically means, it, it's re- typically there's an oil light. So, so maybe the check engine light won't come out in all cars for that problem. But mm-hmm. to really understand what the check engine light indicates, you need a scan tool. In newer cars, and the scan tool is just a diagnostic tool that uh, plugs in. Uh, every mechanic shop has it now. Right. Every um, every you know service bay in, um, in in a dealership has them. Plug in underneath the the driver's side dashboard. Um, it will tell you exactly what the fault code is. You know where to go. What sensor's bad. What uh, you know what's happening in the car that makes that light happen. So really, you need this diagnostic scan tool in order to uh, figure out what
3: what's going on. And you can buy one of these also now you can
1: yeah and they're not very expensive Some they can be very expensive or you Mm -hmm. can get some that are cheaper which will just kind of bare bones get you you know the code and and what's going on but the other ones are a little more advanced a little a little more um i don't know if they're more user-friendly or not i I, it's kind of hard to tell just looking at the packages because i haven't purchased one myself but
3: sure um, (laughs) i would feel weird if i bought one because i would honestly have to ask myself if these lights are coming on this often should I be spending the money on this tool? Well, or? you know
1: what, a lot of people that do modifications to their vehicle um, will find that, you know, if I if I mess around with the intake or the fuel system, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a light in this area and and you don't necessarily understand exactly where it's coming from unless you have this tool. So that's it's very valuable to someone who does a lot of a lot of work yeah. on
3: their own car. So a check engine could could be a range of things and a wide range of things yeah it's better a really to go to a pro it,
1: it really is even if nothing else just just to get the you know the free check to see what's causing that mm-hmm. and maybe you can take care of it yourself or address that yourself but um for the most part you have to take it in and have see what's going on at least to get it turned off even. yeah
0: if you use paper you're a human but if you choose paper you're a papertarian someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get
4: emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry.
3: And here's, here's, okay, here's another one then, and this is what uh, the Monte Carlo I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. has, uh, you know, erratic driving where you're, you're driving, let's say you're driving an automatic and you're applying, you're accelerating mm-hmm. smoothly, but somewhere between the sole of your foot and the, and the, you know, the pedal. And where the rubber meets the road, there's there's some jumps. There's <laughs> a saying, pouncing tiger yeah, in the you're engine.
1: You're saying your uh, your engine or transmission or something's got a little yeah. bit of hesitation, maybe right? Rattles of some kind. I don't know. Something's going on like that. Yeah. And um, well, I, I guess it could be um, anything. It could be a fuel problem. It could be spark plugs. Um, most likely fuel problem. But uh, you know, every every instance is different. So mm-hmm. the erratic driving thing. Again, that really needs to be diagnosed carefully. You have to figure out when it does it. You know if, if it's if it's um, continuous or if it's if it's just occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the dealership and they give you, they can actually give you a, um, a kind of like a, a mini version of the scan tool that they that they have. They'll plug it into your your vehicle's diagnostics, and let you drive away with it, um, just for a couple of days or a day or however long they, they sure. decide that'll happen. Even if it's down the road, just to see what happens, um, and it will. You know, let them know exactly what's going on in your car at all times, and, and it records you know second by second what's happening, when the fault codes happen, what the speed of the vehicle is, you know, if you're turning left, you're turning right, what's going on. Um, it, it really is a, a good tool to use. It's so like a
3: black box for your car. It kind
1: of is, yeah. It's just a. It's I'm trying to think of what the name of that tool is, but um, I know someone out there's you know yelling it, but it's probably <laughs> different for every manufacturer <laughs> right. as well. It, but it's True. kind of like a. It's like a ride along. It's a co copilot, um, mm. really. I think is what it's called and the co-pilot sits in the vehicle with you and and monitors what's happening in your car but it can it can point out a lot of these erratic driving situations or or situations that you know are inconsistent don't happen all the time and you can't mimic them while you're at the dealership for whatever <laughs> right. reason that always happens yeah. um so yeah look at look at the simple things like clogged fuel lines and and mm-hmm. fuel filters and you know make sure the air intake is clear and and your fuel uh, I'm sorry your uh, air filter's clean and uh the plugs are new that type of thing um but keep it simple really just just try to monitor what's going on exactly be able to tell them exactly what's going on
3: well then let's go let's go to the lady we mentioned earlier uh, the pop click lady and <laughs> the noise lady the noise lady yeah, yes the yeah. beatboxer yep well um okay this one
1: this is simple enough really the right. noises you can honestly you can you can monitor noises yourself and really Zero in on the location. It's difficult. It's more difficult when it's outside the car. Like maybe if it's a, if it's a part of uh, the suspension that's making noise. Oh, okay. Um, I've had problems at the, you know, the right front that sound like it's coming from the, the right rear. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is the way the acoustics of the vehicle handle it, or the way you're hearing it, or especially which-
3: when you're moving.
1: Exactly. It's very difficult to stick your head out of the window while you're driving and listen to what's going on, mm-hmm. or or just turn off the radio quietly, try to idle down a street and see where the noise is coming from. Yeah. Doesn't often work. Um, but really, for the most part, noises pretty simple to to figure out. Um, you know, if it's an engine noise that you're talking about, because we are talking about engine failure, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of noises that can be associated with an engine that are normal. Um, you know, a lot of uh, um, maybe a little bit of valve clicking, you know, things like that are, mm-hmm. are normal to a point. But if it goes beyond that point where it gets to be an annoyance, if it's really loud, or if it becomes progressively louder, mm-hmm. you've got a problem. You need to look into it. But um, when you're when you're talking about the mechanics of the car, the mechanical parts of the car, the transmission, the engine, pay attention to anything that's new or unusual or that becomes progressively louder, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's a good indication that something's going on. And you can usually pinpoint
3: those as well. And you can case test uh, these noises too. You can usually figure out on your own before you take it in uh, that, hey, this noise only happens when I get above this speed. You know, Or when I get below this speed, exactly. what find, I'm trying to turn.
1: Find the parameters that, that right. cause this to happen and then uh, be able to hand the car over to the the, uh, the, the service technician, whoever that is, or, or
3: mm-hmm.
1: just understand it yourself and maybe you can figure it out yourself. But um, when you hand it over, you can say, do this and you'll hear it. And mm-hmm. they'll be able to identify what's, on, what's wrong often without even taking the car out because they've seen it. 100 times before they probably will sit and let you beatbox they, <laughs> they probably will listen yeah they probably will i, I i'd listen to you doing
3: that again honestly. oh thanks yeah, man yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go ahead I'm, I'm warming up yeah go ahead oh uh oh i thought you were gonna oh i don't know i was gonna make one up let's see but i i don't want to get busted because our <laughs> listeners will know if it's a fake car noise okay good enough maybe maybe toward the end okay you mentioned the nose earlier though yeah yep that's right you uh might have been
1: able to smell that loose belt if it had been you know loose to the point where it was burning uh, so if you smell burning rubber which mm-hmm. you know wasn't coming from your tires mm-hmm. the way you like to drive I know
3: right yeah that's um, my problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
1: right now if it was uh if it was burning rubber and you could tell it's coming from under the hood yeah oftentimes that's a that's an ill-fitting belt uh, it's rubbing against a pulley and that's uh, that's what's causing that or it could be a hose that's shifted onto something hot like a you know exhaust manifold or you know something okay. that it shouldn't shouldn't be or maybe against the block whatever oil Um, burning oil maybe could be could be burning oil um it could be hot wires you could you could smell hot wires it's a very distinctive smell uh you've probably smelled it in electronics that have gone bad before um that kind of high resistance yeah. yeah exactly so there's a lot of uh a lot of odors that can come from underneath the hood as well that you know and not to mention you know exhaust leaks things like that that can be dangerous to you if you if you smell exhaust inside the car that's really bad. You don't. You shouldn't ever have that happen. So, um, if it's coming from your own car, if you smell a real strong mm-hmm. exhaust smell, you've got you know holes in the floorboards, whatever. Get out. You just need to get it taken care of
3: quickly because it's dangerous. This is this is an interesting question though. Um, when people live in crowded car environments, you know, so probably city or maybe when their day to day driving takes them on a highway or any other high traffic area. Uh, we are kind of used to smelling these sorts of smells, aren't we? I mean, yeah,
1: but if it's consistent, if it if it stays with you all the way home, um, I've had cars that have burned oil, and you know the, the the air current around the vehicle for whatever reason draws it back up into the open window. Yeah, um, you know just because of the shape of the car where it where it exits the vehicle, you know if there's a leak in the front. Um, so notice anything unusual again. Just, this all comes back to anything new or unusual. Uh, just have it checked out, or check it out yourself. You know, make sure that it's not something that's uh, potentially
3: deadly. So, treat cart odors then like stray animals, and you know, the ones you have to worry about are the ones that follow you home. Yeah, that's right. Be wary. That was not the best comparison. <laughs> Close enough. Good hey, thanks. Yeah. thanks. I, I appreciate yeah. the effort. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. yeah nice well, it's <laughs> you know, I uh, I'm a better beatboxer than a storyteller. <laughs> uh, um, what would you say is one of the most Let's see, one of the most obvious, undeniable, dangerous. Well, this also comes back to
1: smell, but um, smoke from the the vehicle. Um, Not only from under the hood, which can happen. You know, if you have a leak and and it's dripping fluid or coolant or, you know, Mm -hmm. oil, whatever it would be. Um, in you know, someplace hot that you can usually smell when it becomes smoke. Um, Or um, smoke from the tailpipe. Smoke from the tailpipe is not all that uncommon. We see it a lot, but... it's either condens- if it's white. It's either condensation, or it is coolant okay. the, that's been introduced into the to the, um, uh, to the the system where it's being burned, and that indicates usually that there's a um, and in my experience, I've had this happen before. Um, white smoke screen behind me. Um, it was a broken head gasket.
2: Oh wow!
1: Yeah, and that's uh, it. Allows uh, coolant to get in where you know normally you're trying to burn Mm -hmm. fuel and air, and um, it's quite a mess, and it smells really bad as well. I mean, but um, white smoke, lots of white smoke, is really an indicator that Um, there's other colors of smoke though too. So you can have you can have uh, blue smoke as well. It's kind of a blue gray. Looking and that indicates oil burning, and that has a distinctive smell. I've seen
3: and smelt
1: that smoke. Yeah, man, yeah. I've had many cars that have burned lots of oil, and um, you know it burns so much that you know if you find yourself adding oil often, you know that your your oil levels are low and uh you're getting you are feeling a little bit ill when you're driving your own vehicle um yeah. that's time to get something taken care of there's you know either bad rings inside the car something's mm-hmm. going on or it's or it's it could be the burning oil that's leaking out um out of the block um could be a bad seal under the hood mm-hmm. um it's just a variety of things that can go wrong so again just pay attention to what's going on with your car
3: And let me, let me point out this too, as we're, as we're going over these things. Um, you know, of course, our listeners, all of whom are awesome, take good care of their cars, pay attention to them and know all of these signs. And so it's you guys, we're really, you know, we're really talking to you about spreading the message. Cause we all have that friend. We all have that girl or that guy who, you know, once every week, once every two weeks while they're getting gas, just tops off their oil. <laughs> doesn't even really yeah, sure. think there's a
1: problem sure yeah you i know? mean that's another thing you know that that um we need to talk about is that if 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 you're leaking fluid all the time if your car is constant, you know if it, i don't right. care if it's brake fluid if it's oil if it's coolant mm-hmm. transmission fluid whatever it is that's not normal your car's not designed to leak those are those are for the most part sealed systems right um Definitely have it taken care of. Just, just that's that's what this all gets back to. And, and this is kind of a nice point to wrap it up here. Yeah. Is that, is that always ask why something's happening? Why is that new noise there? Why is the uh, why is it burning that fluid? Why is, um, you know, what's that noise coming from? Where, where is it originating, or what's causing it to happen? So, look for the root cause. That's the key to all of this, and to make your engine, you know, hopefully last for one
3: hundred thousand miles or more to 300,000 miles. Um it's it's just critical maintenance. That's a great point. I guess if we wanted to sum it up in a fortune cookie, I hope I don't screw this one up too bad. Curiosity kills cats but it can keep cars running.
1: That's not bad.
3: That's not that's not great. Not bad. That's kind of a long fortune cookie. That is Well let's see. Uh, no that's yeah. about right. I don't know, man. We might be on two-line fortune cookies. Maybe. But uh, to our listeners there, uh, you guys, once again, we appreciate your time. Uh, If you have a better fortune cookie statement, please send it in. And on the way, if you have any suggestions for future topics, uh, please write us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com.
2: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog now on the How Stuff Works homepage. This
3: episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise.